almost in a certain way think the same way or act the same way. That I know that if I bring you around to this group, I know that you guys will get along. Perfect. That if we travel together, you guys will get along. Um, that they're like all very caring, very funny. You know that you can speak to them about different things. So usually I mix my friends. I mean, not that I have so many. I don't. I cannot do that. What she does, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot go three months hanging out with different people. No, I have this little group of like six, seven. That's it, and they're set. But in that, they're all diverse. So I know that. Let's say with you, I can travel with you. With somebody else, I can talk about boys. Um, I can talk about the Bible. I can talk about books. But whenever we all come together, like it's such a dope time. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we know because we've been to five countries together. Yes. <laughs> so exactly and you've met all of my yeah I've met all of your friends <laughs> you, you can count them but with you how does that work and you just gave this example I know but like let's say outside of this big event let's say in a smaller group do you still feel like they will not get along because I know July 4th was like hectic it was a lot it was a lot of personalities yeah. it was a lot of a lot of shit going on but let's say if you did something smaller, do you think that they would still not get along because they're completely different? There's there at least going to be one person that's not going to get along with the group. And the okay. thing with, with that is that my friends always call call me out on it. Like, oh, well, you brought this person. They'll bring them around anymore. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, how am I going to, like, tell them not to come around anymore? If Of course. It looked like y'all got, got along, but deep down inside, y'all didn't get along. So how do you <laughs> handle that? Wow, that, that's, that's, that's pressure. That's hard. Like, I, I don't know. I, I If there's an event going on for the next time, I'd be like, oh, you know, they just invited me. I can't bring anybody else. Because I just don't want to be, like, straight up and tell you, like, listen, they didn't like you. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, okay. you know? So, now, you, you brought up a few good points. So, one, I'm going to say, damn, that is harsh. You know, that reality, like, that one of your group of friends doesn't like that person. Did they argue or no? It was just that they didn't, they didn't vibe. Their energies didn't click. I mean, it has happened with various of my friends. It's not just, a, like, a one person that, like, was not accepted into, okay. like, a, a certain circle. Okay. It was just like, oh, this person, like, they're too they're too opinionated. They're not open-minded to what we do. And you got to okay. watch for it, like... Okay. You got to know who you're mixing. Okay, but because you're so open-minded, you have all these diverse friends. Exactly. Now, you brought up another good point about honesty. And I think that's key in a relationship, a friendship, whatever... So before, I felt like me and my friends weren't honest with each other or we, we didn't accept honesty. So in that, we sync together because we allow ourselves to go through toxic and unhealthy things and we don't call each other out. So like, let's say how you said, like, maybe this person doesn't have the greatest personality, but I feel like now as a grown up, like maybe have those conversations. Like, you know, like you can help somebody because a lot of times you don't know the own bullshit that you're putting out. Yeah. You don't know when you're being negative. You don't know when your mood is affecting others. You know, so I feel like honesty and it took a while to like, let's say right now, if you tell me, oh, um, I'm going through such and such. I want to know your point. I want to know what you also did. I don't want to know just one side of the story because we stick to one side and I could tell you, oh, Erie, this man did something to me and you're going to be like, damn, leave him like he's fucked up. He's an asshole. But I wouldn't tell you my side of the story. But yeah, so you don't want to tell your side of the story because um, deep down inside, you're, you're going to be like, you're already blaming yourself. Mm hmm. But then you don't want to see someone you're close to blame you as well. And then you're going to start thinking like, you know what? I think it was really my fault. And you never want to feel like that person. You want to blame everything on the other party. So I think that's why we do that. But what I learned from that is you don't grow from that. So I understand it's harsh to, to sit down and say, damn, I blame myself. But if you don't hear that, 
then it becomes a pattern. And you're going to, you're bound to repeat the same pattern over and over. Versus when somebody helps you call call you out on your shit and be like, damn, even though you fucked up here, you bringing this, this is a habit, this is a pattern, this is an issue. That's Let's hard. address it so you can work on it. And you know, friendships need to call, and not just within like us talking about relationships, but with each other too. Like if you hurt me, if you did something that goes against what I believe, if you did something that like, you know, that causes me pain, to be able to speak to you and be like, damn, maybe this is what happened and this is how I took it. Something I've learned, this was like in middle school when I used to go to school in PA, was the, I feel, quote unquote, like, quote unquote, I don't, I didn't like, Mm -hmm. like, the I, and I feel like that helped a lot, because you're not, you're not beating around the bush. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're telling them straight up, this is what's bothering me, and this has to be fixed, this has to be addressed. If you don't fix this, then... We can't be friends. Yeah, we can't be friends. And (laughs) I've learned that if you talk direct like that, no one could, like, tell you anything. No. And when people do, I think this is, this is one of my triggers and I've noticed it. If I come to you and I tell you, you made me feel such and such way, or I feel, like how you were saying, I feel such and such, and you tell me that I'm being sensitive, that I'm being dramatic, oof. I'm quick to cut it off because I'm like, you are being disrespectful now towards my feelings. Yeah. It doesn't matter if that's not how you meant it. It doesn't matter if you meant something else. It matters how I took it. And we have a problem, so let's find a solution. Exactly, yeah. In in my years in my years of friendships, I've also noticed though that um people show up when, when it's convenient for them. So I realized that a lot of my friends has became a pattern where they would get into relationships and they would no longer need me. They needed me for that healing process, you know, for me to be there while they were broken, while they were hurt. But as soon as they got into a new relationship or they went back to that same unhealthy, whatever it was. They'll come back and looking for me. And to me, I grew up like, yo, why do you change when you have a partner? Like, you should be the same way. And I grew up with that, like, hurt. And I would be quick to cut people off because I'm like, okay, so once you got a new partner, that's it. I guess because you didn't see their point of view. Okay. Like, that happens a lot when we're, like, let's say in high school, in the beginning of college. But once we get a little older, which Mm -hmm. is now, we're we're about Mm -hmm. to be 26, um we start sorry (laughs) we start we start thinking differently yes and we start not doing that stupidity of just being with our boyfriends Mm -hmm. we start having time for our girls we have having time for traveling we having time for our family which Mm -hmm. is always important that comes with age and experience if you haven't gone through that then you have to go through it and i think you've said this too before that that was one of the lessons that you learned that someone taught you that it was like you would dedicate time for, like, let's say your partners and leave no time for your friendships or your family. Or yourself. Or, your, or yourself, <laughs> yes. And you need that space. Being in a relationship or being in a friendship shouldn't be a cage. They should be able to set you free. That To give you that opportunity to grow in different spaces, but to also be like, okay, can I go on vacation? No, can I? Because I'm not asking. I'm going on vacation. I am doing this, you know? And tonight, it's a girl's night. I'm sorry you can't come. Exactly. But some people like just shut down when they're in a relationship and they push their friendships aside. And to me that to me that's like no, like you're a grown person. Why are you doing that? That's a toxic relationship at that point. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course. So I know that that's one of my expectations. Like are you going to be the same person if you're in a relationship and a friendship? What's what are some of your expectations for a friend? So, um one of my expectations for my friends is going to be um someone that's going to motivate me, that's going to for example, I could give an example. So, um, I already got my MBA and I decided to go back to school. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> I, I decided to go back to school, but I have one friend and I'm going to mention her because I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Actually, two. Um, Andrea and Cynthia. 
I I commented to them about it. Those were the only people, the only two people that knew about mm-hmm. this. It's this is so big um, for me because I already went through hell with school and I didn't want to go back. Okay. Um, I'm like, should I go back to school and do this or should I wait a little bit? And they were like, why are you gonna waste time? Do it now, mm-hmm. like do it now, and yeah. and text me once you sign mm-hmm. up. Yo, and I did that. And I started literally a week after. That's and amazing. it's going amazing. Yes. And I thank my friends for pushing me and motivating me and making me believe myself that I could do it. That I still like, I still had the time and 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 I should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you should be putting yourself out there. Yeah. But imagine now if you had a friend that told you no, like you should wait about it, you should think about it. That would have kept you in the same place. Yeah, I mean, I had a friend before that I told them I wanted to do, like, a course. I don't remember what course it was. And they were like, why are you going to do that? And, yo, it made me feel so down. Mm-hmm. And, like, I put myself down and everything. And I was like, damn, it's true. Why am I going to do that? But then it's like, yo, I could have done that mm-hmm. and done an, an extra extra cash on the side while I had of my course. full-time job. But this one person pushed me to not doing it. No, hell no. You don't need friends like that. And that, per- that friend is cut off. <laughs> <laughs> because you're toxic of course you're a hating ass there you go <laughs> of course wait <laughs> but because you keep getting great points okay <clears throat> so back to your point if you don't have people in your circle who are motivating you you will stay stagnant your ship is not sailing so like how you said this person stopped you you know and they could you could have not have realized that and you could have kept with that same friendship and they would have stopped you from greatness for more things Maybe because they were feeling empty. Maybe because they didn't see your potential. Maybe because they didn't believe in you. Maybe because they were hating. Yeah. And which is why you should check who your friends are. Because that comes from a, from a place of emptiness too. Like let's say if you wanted to tell your, your friends, oh, I want to go to Morocco. The first thing that they're going to tell you is like, are you sure? Like, I don't think you should do it. Colombia? That's where they sell drugs. Like, you know, people project their fears onto you. So it's so important to realize who you're telling, who you're seeking advice from. What exactly are you telling them? And are they being beneficial? Of course, like maybe like, let's say if it was something else, something that you weren't like really passionate, like you were on the flip side, like, mm, and they tell you, oh no, I don't think you should do it because of this and this. Like maybe it's understandable, but to like just shut you out. Yeah, they, like they didn't have the valid points to mm-hmm. be like, don't do it this because of this. Do Like, okay, you could tell me, don't do this because of this, but then have like a plan B. You could do this instead. Mm-hmm. It would be more beneficial to you. I would accept that better than you just being like, no, why are you going to do that? No. I don't know. That's some hating ass shit. And speaking of hating ass shit, I know you've experienced a lot of hate from your friends because we we've spoken about this before. Um, I think hating friends can be in, in a disguise. I don't feel like you often know when a friend is being a hater, when a friend is projecting their fears onto you. So I think it's important to like really reflect on your friendships. Like how you were saying, like, to me, like, why would you just stop me from, from doing this instead of giving me a plan B? Exactly. Or let's explore or take your time. Maybe do more research. Let's do research together, you know? And from the perspective, not even just friends. Like, let's say I feel like women sometimes are all about women empowerment until it's really time to empower women. And I feel like sometimes, like, let's say if you were doing really great in life. Instead of, like, really applauding for you, I'll be like, mm, mm. Like, I'll be fake, fake happy for you, right? And I've noticed that with some of my friends. That I'll be like, damn, are you really happy for me? Like, are you really think that I'm, you know? Those are those type of friends that, let's say, they're not really happy for you. They act like they Mm -hmm. are happy for you. 
but they start showing that affection, that 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 happiness towards you. Mm-hmm. Once they see people start, let's say, posting you on their page, mm-hmm. saying like, oh my God, congratulations to so-and-so mm-hmm. for doing this. Once they say that other people are doing it, they want to do it too. So mm-hmm. like that, you don't be like, damn, this person didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They just do it to fit in. Yes. They're, they're happy for you just to fit in. They're not really happy for you. Of course. And people want to see you doing good, but never better than them. And that's what I've learned. So I, I'm really careful again with, I'm very selective, not like you. Not saying that that's a bad thing, because you know you. <laughs> but I'm like really selective with who I share things with. Because again, it could come from a place of envy. It could come from a place of hate or a place of emptiness. Now I'm at a space where me and all my friends were building together. Or we're helping each other with our mental health. Like, you know, we've all struggled with this during the pandemic, a little bit before, a little bit after. But now we're more comfortable saying it. So these are the people that I surround myself with. Like, how can you help me? How can I help you? How can we build together? Because I don't want to be in the same place that I was at before. And I'm sure you wouldn't want to be in the same place. So it's so important to, like, realize who's in your circle and what they have to offer to you. (laughs) So I know that you've said um, that you've cut them off. So what are uh, some other reasons why you've stopped talking to people? Um, I had, um, a friend that she was very, like, she used to drain my energy. Mm-hmm. And, um... Ooh, that's so important. I don't know. I had another friend pointed out, and she was like, listen, this person is, like, draining. Like, mm-hmm. they want to give you an opinion for literally anything you do. And, like, to the point that they will be like, I don't like your hairstyle. You gotta fix that. You don't look good with that. It's like, yo, if I'm wearing it like this, maybe because I like it. Mm-hmm. But now you're just taking my self-esteem and putting it down. So, like, I had, you know, I'm thankful that that friend and and I are not friends anymore. But, Mm -hmm. like, at the same time, you know, there was a lot of good things, too, that this person had. But the there was it was bigger. The scale was bigger on, like, lower. On the negative side? On the negative than on the positive side. So, you got to, like, choose your poison, I guess. Yes. And And in terms of draining your energy, there are people who will want to drain. Who will drain your energy because of where they are in life? And before, I would still, like, try my best to help everybody. But I noticed, like, damn, I'm picking up people's energies. I'm, I come home feeling like how they were feeling. And I'm like, yeah, this can't be it. Why are you so negative? Why do you have to look at life so negatively? Like, you could be telling them, like, how you were saying, oh, I want to go to um, nursing school. I want to do this. I want to cut my hair. And they always have something negative to say. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, I can't be like this. We can't be friends no more. For example, also, like, if we were about to go out as a group and I had my hair curly that day, ¿Tú no te vas el pelo? You're not going to do your hair? Pero no, I'm happy with my hair like this today. Like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Or, like, you go to, let's say, the hair of the nail salon and then you, you hear the lady telling you, Oh, I heard you've been through this and this and that. And I'm, like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, the only way you will know that is if this person told you. What? So, you got to watch who you tell your personal business to. Like, I've been through too much. I have a lot of friends, but I've been through a lot of little things that are, like, suspect. I'm the type that I'm not going to confront you about it because you know you said it. Mm-hmm. But the reason, but like, when I stop talking to you, don't even try to question me because you should know what you did. So, you don't have those conversations. You just cut them off. I just cut people off. Lately, that's how I've been. If, if okay. I, when I was younger, it was different. But the older you get, it's like, I don't even want to confront it. Yeah, like, like you know what you did. You're, right. you're, you're a piece of shit of friend. Like, why would I even waste my time explaining to you? You're going to deny it anyways. Or you're going to give me an excuse. Oh, yeah. Shit. So, no. I don't waste my time anymore. So, now that you said gossiping, that's something that I've come to hate. And I feel like in my friendship groups, we don't do that anymore. Like, before, we, we would, like, send each other pictures. Like, oh, look at what she's wearing. Look at what she's doing. No. I cut that off because you're that's feeding into a negative energy. Why are we wasting our time looking at someone's outfit? 
looking at what they're doing. Oh, this person is pregnant. Oh my God, this person is engaged. Like, so fucking what? But, and it's not even like, oh, like, congrats. It's more like, ew, but did you see her partner? Oh my God, did you see her ring? Did you oh see the nails God. that she had on when she got engaged? That is not healthy. And I don't want that in my space, too. And it's like, there's a difference between venting and gossiping. Like, I can tell you, oh, Eerie, um, such and such hurt me. Can you help me how to confront them? Or I could be like, oh, can you tell me what you think about this? Because this happened to me. Versus, like, me, like, just bashing someone all the time with you, like, what spaces yeah. that leave us to grow? I feel like how I said that also comes with age and experience. Um, there gets like there's a time in your life that you'd be like, yo, is it even worth it talking shit? Mm-hmm. Like now, like we go out in a group and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that girl looks good. Mm-hmm. You go to her and be like, yo, you look cute. Yo, girl. you look good. Can girl. I get your Instagram? What you putting on your hair? Yeah, okay. like that's the type of energy we need as women. Mm-hmm. And plus, our our Dominican side doesn't really help much. The way we mm-hmm. grow up, people are always talking. So we got to like... Like the fulanita. Yeah, you have to come out of that habit mm-hmm. and like be better, you know? And do better, yes. And I'm happy course. we're... I mean, we're in the tribe state part of New York. Like New York, you know, people... You see a lot of different people, a lot of different cultures and to the point that you have to be accepting and um, you adapt to, to different, diverse... So I think the last two points that I've also learned is that friendships won't always be 50-50 because there will be a time when you're down and that's where I'm there to pick you up or I'm down and that's when you're there to pick me up. But I feel like you have to realize it. Is it always off balance? Are you always giving 90 and receiving 10? Or are you giving 10 and, you know, and people are putting in the 90 work? I definitely don't think it's a 50-50. Okay. I mean, there's always one person that is willing to give more. There's always, there's most. I had a drink, you know, they were all there. So it's like, yo, I've learned that um, also not all your friends will support you. And I think support now is one of my big pieces. Like, I asked you, like, what do you look for in a friendship? I think that's one of my key. Like, are you supporting me? In a healthy way, too, because, again, like how you said, being honest with me. Like, damn, this is, doesn't look like it's working for you, but let's try B. Let's go with a plan B. And helping me and motivating me and pushing me. And also a friend that's always, not always, but checks up on you here and there. Like, we discussed this before off camera. We were like, <laughs> you know, we're the type of friends that we've been friends for... I guess in seventh, eighth grade, but we don't hit each other every day or every week because we both, yeah, because we have so much going on. And you got so I know friends. you're good. You know I'm good. But like, if there's mm-hmm. something like an event coming mm-hmm. up, we'll be, like we'll remember each other. Like, oh my god, let me tell mm-hmm. Jocely, you know. But you know, you need that friend that's mm-hmm. always gonna be there for you at the end of the day, even of though course. we don't hit each other up. Of course, that you know that if something were to happen to you, yeah. You you got, I know time. you got a million friends, but I know that you know that you can always count on me. And if yeah. you know you want to have a good time, you want to, you'll call me, and I'll be like, "Yo, yeah, <laughs> let's do this." Okay, so as I mentioned before, you know, I had I guess issues maybe with one or two friends that I could count on one hand. Um, I'm the type of person that I could keep a friend for decades at this point. Mm-hmm. I never really have a problem with anyone, and for someone to I I don't want to point fingers, but for someone to have a problem with me, I think the problem is them. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, <laughs> I've been thinking sometimes I'm the problem because I'm quick to cut people off. My thing is, yo, if you, <laughs> my expectations are really high of people because I know what I'm capable of giving. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when my friends can't meet that, I be like, you know what? Okay, I'm not gonna be giving them the. I feel like when you cut people off, though, sometimes it's like, like you don't even look back, you don't explain, you don't even, you don't even gossip with. Like if I ask you what happened to this person, you be like. I don't know. Like, but deep down inside, I'm like, I know she knows, but she doesn't want to tell me. 
<laughs> no, there's been times where I really didn't know. Oh. <laughs> and we just happened to fall off. And I, see, that's my problem too. I don't question it. If you if you choose to stop talking to me today, and I genuinely know that I didn't do anything to you, I mean, I'm important because I'm like, yo, everybody needs their space. But there are t- times where I've cut people off and I won't, I won't bash them. I'll be like, listen, we fell off. I wish them well. I'll be praying for people. I'll be like, it doesn't matter. We don't talk now. I'm still going to pray for you and I hope that you're doing well. It just, you didn't meet my expectations because I don't know, like... But wait, you you won't even bother to, like, hit them up and, like, hey, how you doing? Or, like, what's going on? What you been up to? If I, stop, I feel like you don't even do that at that point. <laughs> if I stop talking to them... Or if, if they, they kind of stop talking to you. No. Because... <laughs> not, no? <laughs> not that I don't think that I'm better than anyone, but I generally... Again, communication is key. If I know that I didn't do anything to you, that you just happened to stop talking to me, you're on your own. You're on your own. Because I know how much of a great person I can be. And I know when I do something wrong. Even if I didn't want to admit it before, I would know, like, damn you, I did something to this person. And I could pinpoint out what it could have been. But if I can't pinpoint out shit, and you just mad to be mad, then I'm not, yo, trust me. Mira, te fuiste en paz. Now, if it's me that cut them off, I struggle because I used to be a very prideful person. I think it depends what I cut them off for. Like, is it something that really hurt me? And were you able to receive what I told you? Right. Or, like, did you knowingly put me in a predicament to, like, hurt me? If that makes sense to you. It does. If I feel like you knowingly hurt me... Nah, that's <laughs> true. We're at a we're at a time in our life that why would we put up with that? Yeah. So I'm very. It sucks too because you don't always just want to be cutting off people because they did something to you. But I'm just so protective of myself that I'm like, if I was giving you more and you did this, knowing that it would hurt me, or I tried to have a conversation with you and you shut me down, I'm not looking for you. I'm not. Um. So that's where my little. Table of five comes in, whether as you have a whole arena. It doesn't matter to me. I'm very protective of myself because I know what I can give and what I can't give. To conclude this is, evaluate your circle of friends, your square, your boat, whatever it is that you have going on, and see, are you sinking, are you sailing, or are you set? Do you want to stay in the same place as forever? Do you want to grow? Are they helping you grow? Are they supporting you? Or are they low-key hating? Are they there for their convenience? Or are they there because they're... A really great friend to you when are they calling you are they asking you if you're okay are they catching up with you um friendships again they do define you whether you want to believe it or not you do become the people closest to you so pay attention to who you give your energy to who you surround yourself with and protect yourself